0: Welcome to today's devotion on life this side of heaven. The Word of God from Psalm 113, verse 5. Who is like the Lord our God, who is seated on high, who looks far down on the heavens and the earth. He raises the poor from the dust and lifts the needy from the ash heap. I love a good campfire. My wife and I have a fire pit in the backyard and chances are good that's where you'll find us whenever the weather is nice. They're great for warming up on a cool summer evening. They're mesmerizing to watch. You can cook hot dogs over them and even pies. You can sing songs, crack jokes, and tell tall tales. So it's always sad when the fire dies down at the end of the evening and all that is left are the ashes. Today is Ash Wednesday in the church year. It signals the beginning of the 40-day penitential season of Lent. And it comes with some sorrow as well. With contrition, we reflect on our sins and our need for a Savior. And the custom of having ashes smudged onto our foreheads on Ash Wednesday is a sobering reminder that one day, at the end of life, all that is left are the ashes. After the fall into sin, Adam soon learned the consequences of his rebellion. God announced, By the sweat of your brow, you will eat your food until you return to the ground, since from it you were taken. For dust you are, and to dust you will return. All sorrow, suffering, and death came into the world as a result of sin. And just like a campfire, life with all of its joys and food and singing and laughter will one day burn down until it's extinguished. If this sounds kind of sad, that's because it is. So as a result... We see in a number of instances in Scripture where God's people, lamenting their sins, would express their sorrow outwardly by covering themselves in ashes. And sometimes they would even accompany this with wearing an uncomfortable woven cloth made of goat's hair called sackcloth. When Job felt the weight of his transgressions, he said to the Lord, Therefore I despise myself and repent in dust and ashes. In Matthew, when Jesus pointed to those cities who one day will wish that they had repented, he said, Woe to you, Chorazin! Woe to you, Bethsaida! If the miracles that were performed in you had been performed in Tyre and Sidon, they would have repented long ago in sackcloth and ashes. Of course, ultimately, being sorry for our sins and even being smudged with soot doesn't change our guilt or the fact that this day will one day flicker and go out. It won't make any difference if we just spend this season of Lent staring at our sins and ourselves. That would be like simply watching the dying embers of a campfire. Instead, you and I look to Christ and the forgiveness that comes through faith in Him. We have a renewed appreciation of how wonderful it is to hear the good news that God so loved the world that He gave His one and only Son that whoever believes in Him shall not perish but have eternal life. During this 40-day season of Lent, leading up to the celebration of Easter, we're blessed to hear in vivid detail the extraordinary love that God has for us. Through the extended reading and worship and the additional opportunities for midweek services, we listen intently to the events of our Savior's passion and rejoice to be reassured of His redemption. The headline in one local paper read, As Lent nears, it's fish fry time again. The focus of Lent is not fish sizzling on the grill, but the fact that you and I have been rescued from the flames. As Jesus goes on to note in John, For God did not send His Son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through Him. By His perfect life that He lived in our place, and by His innocent suffering and death on the cross, Jesus has atoned for all of our sins. And trusting in Him, you and I now have everlasting life. No wonder the psalmist asked, Who is like the Lord our God, who is seated on high, who looks far down on the heavens and the earth? He raises the poor from the dust and lifts the needy from the ash heap. As the ashes are washed off later this day, all that's left is his mercy, love and forgiveness. Let us pray. Gracious Lord, grant us a humble and contrite heart that we may ever and always rejoice in your salvation. Amen. Thank you for joining us. If you are listening to us by podcast or on Alexa, we invite you to browse the resources that are available on our site at lifethissideofheaven.org. God bless you and have a great day.